All right, all right. This is Homeroom with Smooth. I'm Smooth. This is episode number 19. And right now, I'm with uh, Skywalker, the manager. And um, and yeah, man, um, I just think I just want to, you know, what I'm saying quickly, thank you for coming on. You know, what I'm saying I want to apologize for the delays. You know, brother got caught in traffic in L.A. You know, I understand, <laughs> man. That mess was tough. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. different after. Oh yeah, man. Cause I just got back from uh some San Francisco. Okay. Yeah, okay. I just got back from San Francisco. Um, but yeah, um, if you just want to start off by telling people like where you from, where you based out of, you know, and how you how you got started, you know. Okay. okay. Um, I'm Skywalker, the manager. Uh, I'm from Conway, Arkansas. Uh, I just moved back to Conway. Um. I say about six months ago, um, but that's where I'm based at. That's where uh, the company is based at. Uh, we predominantly work with Arkansas and uh, Dallas artists. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, a, I'm an artist manager. I also manage talent. Uh, kind of went from just doing music artists to uh, all around talent. So I got a DJ now that I that I uh, manage that you you actually interviewed. Uh, I think it was your last episode or the episode before. Right, right. Yeah. Well, no. episode 16, yeah. Okay, okay. DJ P Smooth. I got a producer now. I got um a comedian slash host radio personality. And so uh, we just kind of been expanding, man, and tapping into a whole bunch of different realms right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, what would you say for for artist is like maybe like the biggest, the biggest hurdle, you know, that you typically see? The biggest hurdle um, is basically starting from the bottom uh, when nobody knows you. Um, and the problem is, is that you're so fresh, you're so hungry. Uh, you know, of course, in this game, everybody thinks they're number one, um, which is good. I mean, you don't want to ever think that you second or you last or whatever. And so um, the problem becomes is when they figure out that it's not an overnight thing. Uh, you don't become an overnight success in this in this industry. And mm-hmm. so um, keeping that drive is the biggest issue uh, with a lot of artists um, is staying hungry. And uh, right. and then also not only keeping that hunger, but knowing the next move to make um, and not to make some moves too early. Um, uh, a lot of a lot of artists think coming out the gate, they got to have a manager or they got to uh, have this big extravagant team. Um, when really the first things first is you got to establish your sound, you got to mm-hmm. brand, you got to establish, uh, you know, those those small things first before you even think about bringing other people on. Because uh, once you bring other people on, it just becomes another cost. <laughs> true, true, true. So that's the biggest. So would you say um, it'd be better for for some artists to be instead of being album driven to be like more more single driven like would that get them maximize their exposure instead of trying to put out one big body of work i think in today's climate uh how music works now uh with the streaming and and all of that uh good stuff that we got available to us now as opposed to back in the day i think being more single driven is beneficial to a lot of the youngsters coming up now uh, when you have the Spotify's and the and the uh, titles and, and different streaming platforms, YouTube, TikTok, 
all of that mm-hmm. stuff. So having those singles that you can really push and focus on um, and just put out to the world instead of a big, you know, 20 track album or 15 track album where somebody has to sit down and try to listen to each song and figure out what's hot and what's not. Um, Cause in this climate, I mean, if we're just going to be real in 2020, no, it's not too many people out here sitting down trying to listen to a whole album, unless it's your favorite artist or a big name mm-hmm. artist. Um, the attention span of the average listener is about two to three minutes, man. I mean, honestly, it's 30 seconds. In the first 30 seconds, you know if you like a song or not. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so um, dropping singles right now in this climate is is, is a big thing. I, I think that's the best way to go for a lot of up-and-coming cats. Okay, okay. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I, de- I definitely noticed that even, even with um, even with like bigger acts, like mm-hmm. arts, acts that you thought would do good, you know, Right, but, but their singles do phenomenally well. But then they drop a project, drop a project, it just falls flat on its face. Yeah, it flops. Yeah, yeah. Flops. but unfortunately, even in the big, the bigger level, you know, people get signed to these contracts with state. You know, it, unfortunately, it doesn't stay. Hey, drop a hundred singles, and, and you know that's the end of your contract. It'll say mm-hmm. it'll be like a five album contract deal. So they got to drop these albums, and then the numbers end up plummeting on the album, you know, because nobody's really picking up a whole album. And, and you know, we might go stream it or whatnot and listen to it a couple of times. But in the album, you're going to have one to three songs that you play consistently. You know what I'm saying? And right. the problem comes in where the label has put in so much money to produce this album, uh, studio time behind the album, uh, paying producers, paying engineers, paying graphic designers to come up with your artwork paying the marketing team for the rollouts and the PR team. And just, I mean, there's so much behind pushing the album uh, on the bigger scale um, that these labels end up losing out on because these albums are flopping. But like you said, they drop a single and it's just going ridiculous, you know? Right, right, right. Um, so um, I guess to, to divert back to yourself. So, mm-hmm. What what made you get started? What made you get started in this? You know, with with managing people, like who who was your first who was your first client? You know, okay. uh, how I got started. Uh, I actually started out as a rapper myself. Uh, okay, uh, I've been rapping um, since I was nine years old, um, and uh, I was introduced to hip hop at an early age through my mom and my uncle. I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York, and okay. so. Um, my uncle was a part of the Wu-Tang Clan. He was affiliated with Wu-Tang Clan. A couple of my cousins wow. as well. Uh, we lived across the street from De La Soul. Uh, and so it was just a lot of, you know, musical influences around around me growing up, me and my family. And so uh, mm-hmm. I just loved it. I loved hip hop from day one. And uh, so I started as an artist, um, went through a couple uh, different managers. I was a solo artist for a long time. Uh, jumped in and out of a couple groups here in Arkansas when we mm-hmm. moved here. Um, then I ended up going back solo. And so yeah. I was solo for a long time until uh, my little cousin, which I call him my little brother, uh, he started rapping. It's mm-hmm. my cousin, so our moms are sisters. And so he's from New York as well, so he kind of grew up around the hip-hop scene and all that too. So mm-hmm. we make a group, uh, and we start doing our thing together, and then we bring in a third 
guy into our group uh, by the name at the time we was calling him Hollywood, uh, but mm-hmm. now Rampage. Was. And so, uh, long story short, my co- my cousin ends up joining the military and uh, getting shipped off to Hawaii, and so it became a two man group. And uh, me and Rampage did our thing for a while. We made a good run. We made great records. Um, but uh, some technicalities in the industry kind of kind of got me down and out, you know what I mean, and my feelings a little bit. And so uh, mm-hmm. I stepped back from writing, and uh, he continued to write. And he was continuing to write, thinking that I was coming back. And I, I knew I was done at that point. You know, I was like, I love music. I want to be around music. But at this point, I don't want to be an artist no more. Like, I think I'm mm-hmm. I'm. Good. I'm I'm good at it, but I, I'm just I'm just done, and right. so which I always knew I wanted to be on the business side of music, and so I, I kind of always envisioned myself as being like a a, a Diddy Jay Z type thing that went from artist to 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 you know executive type situation, right? And so um, my guy Rampage just started getting better and better. Every time he would send me some music, I was like, damn, you know this kid mm-hmm. got. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He got the swag. He got the bars, and so some just hit me. I was watching a documentary on Dipset um, about Cameron, and uh, you know they, they're interviewing Jim Jones and Joel Santana and all these guys, and basically, uh, you know, they said how how they got Cameron off the ground was because Cameron was the guy who had it. He had that it factor, and so they mm-hmm. all got together and said, "Look, yeah, we all do. Music. We all love this rap shit." But um, we're gonna put our money behind Cameron. We're gonna manage them. We're gonna push mm-hmm. them. We're gonna, we're gonna, you know, put them out there. And so Cameron bu- bust into the industry first, and then that's when you saw the Jim Joneses and the Jewels and the Freaky Zeekies come in. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? This is what I'm finna do with Rampage. I'm finna put all my time into him, put my energy into him. I'm gonna manage him, and we just gonna take us on the road because he got it. Right. And, uh, when I first called him, he was like. Man, please, nah, this ain't, nah, you rapping, like, you, we, right. you know, and I'm like, nah, you solo, I'm your manager, like, that's <laughs> and so, he finally bought into it, and uh, that's when I started Skywalker Manager Management Group, um, and then from there, I gained my second artist, um, which was a, a younger cat that was from my city of Conway, uh, that watched me as an artist come come up through the ranks and he always admired me as an artist mm-hmm. and uh, he had actually ended up you know slipping up getting in some trouble and went to the penitentiary and when he got out he saw that i had this management company and so he just reached out to me and uh was like yo i'm trying to take this music shit to the next level i need you like i need you on my team and i was like if it's any young cat in the city that i'm a fool with it's him because mm-hmm. He got it. Like he got that it factor too, and uh, he go by the name of Fat Boy Yo. So uh, he actually finna drop it, drop his first, uh, his first uh, album here in December. And okay. so we've been drop, we've been going single heavy, talking about them singles. We've been going single heavy with him for like two years now, and and okay. it's been crazy. And so now it's just that time. We feel like it's that time now for him to drop that full body of work, so his fans can see his complete range. You know what I mean? Instead of just yeah. single. But that's how I got started, man, and how I got interested into the uh, management side of the business and 
like I said, Rampage Will was, was my very first artist, and then it followed up with Fat Boy Yo, and now we got a, a whole team. <laughs> oh yeah, that that's dope. That's dope, man. Um, when when does that come out, man? I'll probably do a review of it, man. Yeah, right now we got we had it set for December third. Um, due to COVID, we might have to push it back like a week because of okay. certain. But it's not for sure yet. We haven't dropped the official day, but it was supposed to be December third. But okay. it'll be December for sure. Yeah, I'll be out there. I'll be out there. I'll be out I, there at that yeah. time. Yeah, I'll actually be out there. So yeah, yeah we could probably we could probably set something up to like coincide with his drop or whatever. Like we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk on the side. Um, but um, um. So, okay. So, what what really like with Okay, so with your other talent, mm -hmm. what 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 are you, what are, what is the direction you try and you try and take them? Like, what's your philosophy with them? Okay, you know, the, the comedian and the, and the DJ. Like, what's your philosophy with them? Honestly, man, at first, I was clueless. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> um, we we all came together. Uh, DJ P Smooth. I've I've known Smooth. We came in, well, I came into uh, University of Central Arkansas in 2008, and he came in in 09. And so we met back then. Long I might know you. <laughs> like, now that I think about it. You probably, yeah, I was on the yard back then for sure. <laughs> now, 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 now stop putting, I'm putting two and two together. Yeah. yeah, I was back, I was on the yard for sure back then. Uh, yeah. But uh, so we met back then. Uh, which he wasn't DJing at that time. He started DJing right before I transferred to U of A, uh, okay. which was around, what, 2010, 2011, somewhere in there. Um, he had started interning under DJ One Eye. And so uh, I, knew him, I knew him through that. And how we ended up linking back up, the first link up was um, through my me and uh, Rampage Woods' old manager. She was like, hey, it's some young guys in Conway, this DJ and this party host, you know, they want to do a do a uh, interview for you guys, a radio show at, at UCA. And so we were like, cool, you know, we used to go to UCA, you know, cool. Um, and we pull up and it's peace move. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that was our first link back up. And then uh, he actually ended up coming to Fayetteville to a few of our shows, you know, different things like that. Um, and then it kind of fell off again. You know how life happens or whatnot. We mm -hmm. got he got busy, um, and then I end up uh, hosting some events uh, at a local bar here in Conway, and mm -hmm. into them again. And at this point, he's running. He's running the city. You know what I mean? And I'm sitting here like, who is these kids? I had just moved back, so I'm I I'm used to running the city. You know. And mm -hmm. Who, who peace move around the city? What? <laughs> <laughs> so I came up. Uh, they actually had a show. Uh, they had brought down DJ Esco to Conway. Okay. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And so I linked up with them and got my artists, a couple of my artists on that show. And that's how we ended up linking back up. We started throwing events together. And Peace Move was like, man, I need a manager. So I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> let's do it <laughs> like let's do it uh and so i kind of knew you know how to do with a dj you know still dealing with the music realm you know i'm really handling just handling his bookings and things like that um but then as soon as me and p kind of linked up christian was like 
Christian is the comedian slash party host mm -hmm. slash DJ personality. Man, that kid does so many different things. He's very talented. Mm -hmm. um, but he had went viral. Became a that's how it became a yeah a household sensation through yeah yeah he was going viral like crazy. He was going viral every video he dropped, and so he was dropping you know the FaceTime videos on IG. Mm -hmm. That was around. 20 what 16 17 ish, maybe like that. honestly. Um, but he didn't have the management or the guidance to kind of guide him on how to capitalize off of that at that point in time. So he was like, Hey, I need a manager, like, I got a lot going on, I need a manager. And so at that point, I was like, Man, we already rocking and rolling together, we making money together, Fuck it. right? <laughs> so, it, it it forced me to become way more creative on um how how I'm gonna manage these guys because I I know nothing about the comedy realm and the the I know about the hosting realm because I host as well. And so mm -hmm. I you know that that's easy for me to do. Um and then as far as the radio thing, that was all brand new to me because I had never dealt with a radio host before or just radio in general before I got before I got with these guys. And so just learning those different realms, um, actually expanding my knowledge on just management in general, you know, and, and the, the broad scheme of things and kind of gave me the vision on how I want to run my company going forward. So. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure, man. Um, fun, funny story, funny story about when he was going viral. Yeah. I didn't see his videos because of my own page. Okay. There was a chick I was dating in California she was watching a video in the car, and I was like, "What?" I'm like, "That dude sound familiar." I looked over there, I said, "What is?" I was like, "Oh, I'm like, I know, I'm like I, I know him." Yeah, yeah, he was, he was out there. <laughs> he was out there, like yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so, with their brands, as far as where I'm trying to go, uh, you know, he's he's getting older. You know, when he did the Facetime stuff, he was younger, and so we're trying to kind of mold him. And, and get them into a more sophisticated uh, avenue a little bit. I say sophisticated, but grown up a little bit. You know, he's he's mm -hmm. 20, going on 24. And so uh, the crowd that he had when he was doing the FaceTime stuff, they grew up too, you know. And so it's time for him to kind of climb the ladder and kind of get away from being known as the FaceTime guy and, uh, and, and get into his own Christian and comedian brand. So, mm -hmm. We've been doing that. He's doing a lot more hosting now. Uh, obviously, his him and Peace Moves radio show is going through the roof. It's the number one night show in the state. And oh, that's what's up. Yeah, they're doing numbers, man. They're doing numbers. And they're they bringing a lot of stuff back to the streets, you know, hip-hop, all of that stuff. So it's cool. Peace mm -hmm. Moves, honestly, at this point, that kid sell itself, man. He hottest DJ in the state in my book, you know, outside of, you know, respect to the to the elders, to the guys that's that's you know paved the way in the state before him that mm -hmm. signed those big contracts, you know, Deja Blue, my boy Greyhound, obviously DJ One Out who taught him everything he knows, and, and you know all the other great DJs from the state. But as mm -hmm. of right now, the, the the young bulls, Peace Move got it. He got yeah. it. So he he really a household name. He sell us up. My phone go off every day about Peace. So oh yeah, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Um. So let me think, let me think for a hot second. So 
Okay, so you got you got into managing. You're managing, you're managing Peace Move and uh, and and Christian Comedian now. Like, what what other avenues do you see yourself like? Are you trying to have like more growth now and like have bring in more people, or are you more focused on like just building what you have, the the, the talent that you have right now? Right now, I'm I'm a hundred percent focused on building the talent i have right now uh, i have three rappers uh that are very talented and all three of them are in different lanes of hip-hop they don't sound the same you know they they're in different within hip-hop you got sub-genres and they're all mm-hmm. in different then i got p uh the dj i got uh pat the producer i got christian the comedian um if i was to take on anyone else it would have to be like an R&B act um, to just balance it out a little bit. I don't have an R&B act right now. I would love to have one, male and female, honestly. Um, <laughs> I got an, I got an idea for that. But <laughs> keep going, keep going, keep going. But um, but uh, you know, if that doesn't come, like right now, like I said, I'm I'm 100 focused on trying to make the guys that I got right now pop and uh, mm-hmm. put my all into them before I just go forward with more acts. Because at the end of the day, I am one man. Uh, and the dynamics of my company, how I want it to be in the, in the grand scheme of things, is basically you got Skywalker Management Group. You have me on the head. You know, I manage the top acts that we have in the company. And then I have managers up under me who manage our new guys, you know, guys coming in, guys that need artist development, um, different things like that. I also uh, one day want to open up smg models you know and have our and and things like that and so that's in the grand scheme of things but right now i definitely want to focus on the guys i got okay okay i feel that i feel that um yeah definitely definitely feel that trying to think so you said you said so you have you have artists that are that are in in arkansas you have artists that are in dallas um so market wise like what what do you what do you see? Is there a difference there? Do you see a difference there, or is it virtually almost the same? Just just one has a bigger pool of people. Um, it's it's different in the sense of the atmosphere. Um, the music scene in Dallas, I would say, if you were from Dallas, people would say it's rough. Uh, mm-hmm. But from the outside looking in, coming from a state where the music scene. Uh, it's come a long way, but back in the day, it was it was really rough. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, Dallas is more their uh, their their fan base. I'm saying the 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 people that that will listen to local music. Um, it's a wide, it's a bigger variety. People actually come to uh, local artist shows. They support their local artists. Mm-hmm. Um, they ride or die for their local artists. Uh, especially if they're popping, you know, like Mo Three, for example, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. But that guy was was one of the gods of Dallas, and you know, you could you could say his name here in Arkansas, and some people wouldn't even know who he was. They'd be like, "Who is Mo Three? And then you gotta you gotta start singing. Everybody ain't your friend for them to know who he is. Mm-hmm. But in Dallas, and you say Mo Three, shit, yeah, <laughs> and everybody knows, yeah. Everybody knows, so um, they they're just more 
accepting to the local scene and the up and coming artists. Um, their radios, uh, stations support local artists more than Arkansas stations have in the past. That's one thing I do like about 96.5. They do support uh, local artists here in the state, uh, unlike the other station, which I won't name. But right. <laughs> 96.5, they definitely try to set a platform for the local artists here in the state, which is very big, it's very huge to know that you know, as an up and coming artist, I could possibly get my music on, on the radio here in the state, you know what I mean? Um, and so the markets are different in a sense, um, but in a sense, they're the same as far as, <clears throat> excuse me, a genre of music, you know what I mean? That <clears throat> That's more popularized in the South right now. Um, and so those are kind of similar, but as far as the vast majority of the pool of fans, yeah, you, of course you got a bigger, a bigger uh, pool in Dallas or whatnot, and you got more of a local music presence in Dallas. Now we have the presence here, we just don't have the support we would like here, you know, from from the people, from the fans. You know what I mean? Right. And so that, but it's getting better. That's the great part about it. Mm -hmm. Every year, it's getting better and better. Uh, the, the 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 artists are getting better and better. The producers, the engineers, the the radio hosts, the underground radios. You know, like like D Dirt. Shout out to him. I mean, the, the, the them guys over at A Team. They got a whole mm -hmm. operation going on that a lot of people don't utilize, uh, which I think is a beautiful thing what they got going on. Um, but but everybody, even on the business side, you know, there wasn't a lot of managers or. You know, business execs coming out of Arkansas, you know, that would step forward and try to give these guys guidance. But mm -hmm. every day is more and more people popping up trying to learn about the industry and, and help artists out. Uh, because honestly, I could sit here and say if Arkansas ever would blow in this industry, I feel like we can go toe to toe with any state, honestly, like artist wise, because there's a lot of talent out here. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is. Mm -hmm. It really is. And it's, and it's a shame. Like, you have people that, um, Man, what's that girl's name? Um, cause she's from the city. Um, man, it th that's killing me right now. She a huh? She a rapper? Yeah. Rapper. Uh, I believe her name. Huh? She from Little Rock? Yeah, I think she's from Little Rock. Her name, I think, it starts with a K. Oh, Kari. Kari yeah, 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 yeah. Like, would you right? She has huh? She in LA or Atlanta? Yeah, yeah, she's out this way. I don't know exactly where she is, but she out this way. Yeah, she jumped. She jumped into the game heavy, you know. Uh, but you know, she's one of the ones who took that leap of faith and and you know came out there and really chased her dreams. And now you know she's doing crazy shit. Childish Gambino, uh, uh, ain't that his name? Yeah, uh, you know all them guys, man. Yeah. Look, shout out to Kari for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's that's like one thing, like. I was like, I don't know if you agree. I'm just going to phrase this and you see see if you agree with it. Okay. Like, so I would say like for somebody to pop in Arkansas, you mm -hmm. almost got to, you almost have to leave. You almost have to leave, get a, get a fan base somewhere else. And mm -hmm. then once they look out and see somebody else is listening to you, they'll go, Oh, okay. Like yeah. I can get behind this person. Like they need to feel like you've been validated to, to when the music is already there, like a lot of artists, the music is already there. Right, you're right. I, 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 and the crazy part is, I hate to agree with it. Um, one of my firm stances, as well as a couple of other guys that are in the music industry here, 
producer wise is that um we want to make it to where you know we can show people we don't have to leave the state to to go off um but as of right now that's that's what it's looking like i mean you have the the Kari's and the whoever else doesn't have to leave you know i my boy Bankroll, he really didn't have to leave. Bankroll Freddie, you know, shout out to him. Mm-hmm. He really didn't have to leave, you know. He he got he got uh he got hit up on that challenge and and he took advantage of that and went off. And the state mm-hmm. they backed him. And to me, that was a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the state coming behind him and, and showing him love when he got on with QC. And so that was mm-hmm. real. Shout out to Bankroll Freddie. Also, yeah. Ed Dogo, that's one guy who, you know, he just signed with uh with Band Clan QC and so uh. Dolo didn't have to leave the state too. Uh, I believe he from I believe from down there in Helena and stuff too. So mm-hmm. uh, it's getting to that point where Arkansas is being looked at, and it's just time that we keep applying pressure. Uh, all the artists, all the producers, keep on putting out quality stuff, and it's gonna come a time where you know right now we we still kind of knocking on the doors, open a little bit, but we're gonna bust it down. And when it gets bust down, I mean it's gonna be. I'm telling y'all, mark my words, it's gonna be so many artists getting signed from. From Arkansas left and right, just like when New York had it, just like when you know they hit Louisiana, got all the Louisiana artists, the Texas artists, it's gonna do the same thing when they hit Arkansas. They're gonna be like, "Damn, we didn't know, we just didn't know," mm-hmm. you know. And so it's gonna happen. It's definitely gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, definitely. I, 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 I wholeheartedly, I wholeheartedly agree with that because there, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of artists that are extremely talented, um, like. I, I don't want to come off like condescending to them, but like a lot of them could like could like use like an outside opinion like on on their stuff, like the singles they they, they choose to push push because like I'll hear somebody single and I'll be like, uh, but then I go to their album and I find a cut and I'm like, yo, this is it, this is the one. Now, now I will say a lot of that goes to back to uh them not having a team, you know, and and. Or, or not seeking the guidance that they need. You know what I mean? A lot of these cats are out here just freeballing it and just going off of what they think is hot. Uh, they putting out music that unfortunately sounds like what's already out. And the one thing people got to understand is that it's already Amigos. It's already a little baby. It's already a the baby. It's already... Uh, who, whoever that's popping right now, it's already one of them, you know. Then mm-hmm. that's the reason they got on is because they were doing what they do, and so you got to find yourself, you got to find your voice, and what separates you from the rest of these artists in the game. That's gonna make you stand out. If you come in here sounding like the next Lil Wayne, we already had Lil Wayne. We don't need mm-hmm. nothing, you know. And, and, and he's still relevant right now. Right. So it's like you got to find yourself. You got to find your voice. You gotta find your style, and uh, it's a lot of cats here. I'm telling you that have that. They have their own lane, and they just not being heard right now. Uh, but you're right. I agree with you wholeheartedly that a lot of cats are just dropping dropping music, and it's their favorite song. You know what I mean? Right. Making music for the people, and that's essentially, you know, what music is about. Is is yeah, you putting your thoughts on paper. But you want you want your fans to feel it. You want the people to feel it because that's the only way you're gonna become bigger than what you are. Right, right, right. For sure, for sure. Um, so, is there anything else like you you wanna you wanna explicitly touch on yourself? Like something that I may have missed? Uh, 
not necessarily. Uh, just to give a little token to up and coming artists, man, keep doing what you do. Uh, perfect your craft. You can always get better. Don't ever think that you the best of the best. You know, you can always improve on something. Be your biggest critic. Be your biggest critic. Don't surround yourself with yes men. Mm -hmm. Never surround yourself with yes men. You always want people to keep it real with you, whoever's on your team. Uh, all my guys right now, they know I'll be the first one to tell them, nah, that verse ain't it. Let's go back in there, like, figure some other shit out, because that ain't it. And so uh, just keep grinding. Stay hungry. Put out good music. Put out quality music. Quality does matter, guys. Like, mm -hmm. like if you got to pay that extra $50 to get a good mix, pay the extra 50 You know what I mean? Don't. Don't cheat yourself in the long run. You know, you got to put in to yourself what you want others to put into you. If you want a label to sign you for, for, for two mil, you need to be willing to put a couple hundred dollars into your own career. You know what I mean? Don't be afraid to put money on yourself and bet it all on you. You know, that's what I did. Mm -hmm. Peace Move did, what Christian did, Fat Boy Yo, Rampage Wood. That's the one thing that separates the greats from the people who stay at home is they bet it all on them and they ain't scared to go get it. You got to go. Right. You got to. You got to. You got to. For sure. To. And even, even if you even if you just starting something all by yourself, like you yeah. got to. Like. Right. That's key. That's key. You got to. You can't be scared. You can't be scared. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're going to fall on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen. But you just yeah. got to be ready to take them licks, man, and roll with them. Right. Right. Um, and then um, I also want to drop this tidbit because I, I was listening to um, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you know, uh, Jack said it like uh, Jacqueline or whatever. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I was I was listening to a podcast, uh, a, a recent episode, and she was like, she was like, it makes no sense to have a whole team. Your team is nothing but a bunch of rappers like y'all. Yeah. Y'all can't get ahead with y'all all being rappers. Man, at you know? all. She said it. She put out a gem right there because I'm finna touch on that. Daddy. She said that. Yeah. My biggest thing is you do, you know, cats have a, a team, like she said, full of rappers. It's 12 of y'all. And, and it's it's never gonna happen. Like, cause everybody wants to have that shine. Everybody mm -hmm. be that guy. And you know, you seldom have those situations, like I told you earlier about the dips mm -hmm. where they, they were able to as men sit down and say, yeah, we all do this, but Cameron the best. Mm -hmm. let's, let's let's put it on him and, and, and do it like that. When he busts, then we all going to bust. We all going to eat. It's very seldom that that's the situation. And so right. if you if, if, if you the hottest rapper in your clique, you got to get your guys to rally around you and your team to be around you, you know, it's, it's, you know, hopping on stage at your shows and you got 13 guys on there jumping all around. They don't do nothing else for you. They don't do nothing else for you. They not passing out your CDs at the end of the night. They not, you know, promoing your stuff. Nobody's mm -hmm. in your merch table after the show. You know what I mean? Uh, they not promoting you on social media on a daily basis. Like, it's just, what are they there for? You know, you're just carrying dead weight at that time. And so you definitely got to, you know, if your friend's going to be around, if the homie's going to be around, put them to work. You know what I'm saying? Because when it yeah. blows, everybody's going to want to be around. Mm -hmm. and you can't just be feeding, feeding 
free to put the work. You know, you work. That's, that's an opportunity for you and your, your you and your people to make to to feed your people. I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying. I could pay you if I'm that rapper. I got my guys behind me. I blow. I'm giving them. I'm putting them in position. I'm mm-hmm. giving them jobs or, or however we gonna do it. You know what I'm saying. And that's how you gonna make your bread. We're not gonna travel. And I'm just I'm just catering everybody. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That can't be the situation. That can't be the situation. You know what I'm saying? Because now that it puts all the pressure on this one guy to really just take care of everybody, and that's how a lot of rappers go broke because they feel obligated to feed the hood when they make it. And, and it's cool, you know. Yeah, the hood got you where you are. You know, some of the people from the hood got you where you are. But you gotta if they still rocking with you, they gotta understand at this point you're a business. You're not just a rapper no mm-hmm. more. You're a business. You're a whole brand, and it, it comes a lot with that territory. And if they want to be around, they still gotta. Same footwork they was putting in to get us here. You need to put the same work in plus 10 to keep us here because that's the goal right. is to keep us here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Come, It could come today and be gone tomorrow. Facts. Facts. Facts, man. Facts. Because um, I think the other thing to say was something about, something about utility. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, one dude should be able to – one dude should be your DJ. You know what I'm saying? One dude should be – should be uh your your graphic guy. The other guy should be like maybe your hype man. The other this person handle is like your pseudo manager till you get a real manager. Exactly. You know, exactly. Right. Even when you get a real manager, your partner can be your role manager because your real mm-hmm. can't be at everything. You can have a business manager and a role manager. Most people mm-hmm. role is they homie from the hood. So. Right. Like you definitely, and that's what I'm saying. Put your people to work. Like we even with Peace Move, he he is the DJ for every artist. I got he yeah. DJ everything. You know what I mean? Like you gotta you gotta put your team together. Right, right, man. Even even Philip Philip made the graphics for this show. Like the yeah, little yellow logo, he he, he he laced me up quick. Look, people, don't even, I don't even <laughs> I don't even put out who my graphic guy is. Look, now everybody knows. Everybody watching this, y'all know who made my graphic. It's Peace Move. Okay, my DJ. I didn't even put that out there before because I separate the two. So I say I got a DJ and I got a graphic man. But I really they all in one. The boy code. Yeah, boy. yeah, yeah. He's he been, he been doing what's what's so crazy is you know, so we 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 touching it all over here. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's crazy because like he been doing he he almost been doing graphic. Well, was he DJing first? Or was he doing graphics first? Almost want to say I remember him doing a fly first. Before he was like fully like full time DJing, like he started doing flyers. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Sure. Not really. Now I know they yeah, nice. crazy. Yeah, I know he definitely nice with it. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, man. Um, I really, I really ain't got nothing else. I just wanted to drop drop the little tidbits in since it was already part of the segment. I'm like, man, why as well just go and drop a couple of gems for people. Definitely drop some gems. Yeah, you drop a couple of. Them. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, so um again, look, y'all can contact him at 501-339-8670 for artist consultations and music reviews. Like so he'll listen to your music, tell you, tell you what's hot, what's not, you know. Um now there is there is a fee with that now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, okay, there, there's a fee, there's a fee, there's a fee. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. You know, what I'm saying? he ain't out here just doing it for free. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, if you ever want to feature 
uh, from one of my artists. If you want to book DJ Peace Move, if you want to book Christian the Comedian uh, for whatever, hit that same number and, you know, we can get that situated as well. Yeah. So that that's at the bottom of this video. It, it's going to be there. It's going to be scrolling across the bottom. So if you didn't get it this time, it's going to come right back around. You're going to be seeing it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I just got to do my quick YouTube thing. Look, man, y'all subscribe to my YouTube channel. You know what I'm saying? Comment, like, and subscribe. It really helps push me a beyond. You know what I'm saying? On the algorithm, it helps helps boost me up, so I can uh, so I can you know do bigger and better things. You know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Y'all, y'all heard the man hit the hit the subscribe button wherever it's at. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's gonna be in your lower right. Like I have it set up to where it pops up in your lower right. So it's okay. going to be in your lower right. You know what I'm saying? If not, it's at the bottom of the video. It's right there next to the little bell icon, yeah. you know? Yeah. So um, for sure, man, don't, don't leave that. Don't leave that button red. Like turn that <laughs> mug white, turn that mug white and subscribe. Don't leave that button red. Yeah. Turn that mug white and su subscribe, man. But yeah. um, again, thank you for coming on. Sure. For sure. Y'all tap in with me. Follow me on uh, all social media platforms. Uh, on Facebook, it's just Skywalker. On IG and Twitter, Skywalker the manager is MGR. Skywalker the MGR. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, y'all make sure y'all do that. And this has been episode 19. Thank y'all for watching. We out.